in association with Nerds Through Comics Tiger Tales War Against Gotham Hello everybody and welcome to Tiger Tales, a place where you'll find stories and fan fictions written and read to you by your host, me, Ty Tiger. Today we're diving back into the Tiger Tales Marvel and DC fan fiction universe, or the TDMFU, which is a combined universe of Marvel and DC properties all converged into one universe, with multiple storylines playing out in said universe, which are all interconnected. Think of the MCU or the DCE, for example. If you want to listen to the entire universe in order then you can go to the playlist on the channel which is labeled the TDMFU or the Tiger Tales Marvel and DC Fan Fiction Universe which has all the story chapters in order of how they go. Today we're diving back into War Against Gotham where Nightwing is now the leader of the Bat family and with a new Robin they have to take down a new threat. In the last chapter we left off with the new and insane person and his doctor dead who has been influenced by the joker has kidnapped nightwing black canary and robin so let's dive in with war against gotham chapter three some hired help this podcast is a production of the three ranger bros studios in association with zeo to hero the podcast nightwing Robin and Black Canary were all tied to chairs, stripped down in their underwear. I'm sorry, okay? Robin muttered. I should apologize. If I listened to you, maybe we wouldn't have gotten into this mess. Nightwing sighed. Guys, this is very sweet, but we have more alarming things to worry about. Black Canary snapped. She's right, you know. You cannot add a heartfelt moment into a horrifying scene, saved for the third act. Dr. Dead chirped as he walked up to them. Why does your voice keep changing? And how did you do this? Nightwing barked, looking up at the huge hole in the ceiling. My, 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 Mr. Birdbrain wants information. What are you going to do? Ask me whilst holding my neck then when I tell you I'll do it? Elbow in the face, maybe? And then suddenly know everything. Dr. Dead laughed. All I have to do is scream. Black Canary said. Please, you chop once and the explosives I have secretly set will go bang. They're allergic to bird calls. <laughs> Dr. Dead snarled. Is this a joke to you? Nightwing asked. Dr. Dead walked up to Nightwing and leaned in very close. Eventually, you'll learn that everything happens for a reason. Then, you'll learn that you cannot control those things. Then, you'll learn not to get emotional over shit. Then, you can be in my situation, Dr. Dead explained. In what situation is that? Nightwing asked. You're sat in your tighty-whities, and I stood here laughing at you. <laughs> Dr. Dead chuckled, then he walked away and sat on his throne, humming to himself. So, what's the plan here, dude? Robin asked. We will wait. Gotta wait. Until it's too goddamn late. Dr. Dead replied. 
Late for what? Black Canary asked, confused. I don't think I want to find out. Nightwing muttered. Hey, I know you've been enjoying what you're listening to. Please insert name of show here. And if you've been enjoying that, come on over to the Zero to Hero podcast, where Billy and myself, the bulk and school of podcasting, go through and examine all kinds of things like 90s nostalgia, the moon landings, historical plots, assassination attempts, and, weirdly enough, genetics. Come on over to the Zero to Hero podcast if you want to talk about weird things. At Wayne Manor, Alfred Pennyworth opened the front door and was met with two boys, both in their late teenage years. They were both mutants, hailing from New York. They were two of the four members of the group known as Mutants for Hire. One of them was known as Thunderstruck, whose mutant ability was to absorb damage and turn it into kinetic energy and weaponize it. The other one was Benevolent Cardio, or known as Cardio by some people. He had the mutant ability to increase his heart rate. By doing this, he could increase the ability of any bodily function. Hello, boys. Thank you for coming. Alfred said. You must be Alfred. Thunderstruck replied. Nice to meet you. Cardio nodded. Alfred welcomed them in and led them to the Batcave. There, Alfred showed them everything he could about Nightwing, Black Canary, and Robin's absence. They were here, and I think they still are. Alfred said, pointing to the holographic map of Gotham. What do we know about this Joker copycat? Thunderstruck asked. He is ill-minded, to say the least. Alfred told them. Don't worry, Alfred. We got this. We will all head down there and save your little bat people. Cardio said awkwardly. Thank you, boys. Alfred said with a uh, small smile. Have you been teleported to the past? Or de-aged to look like a kid again? Or have you delivered a message to some strange woman who asks questions all the time? And are you stuck? Well called TARDIS Taxis, the taxi service that don't get you where you want to go, but where you need to go. To book TARDIS Taxis, simply call the number in last week's paper. Bookings are six months in advance. We cannot rearrange your booking, as it may rip a hole in the space-time continuum. Refunds are at the discretion of the Time Lords. Call TARDIS Taxis, and we will get you home one day. Dot Dead sat on his throne. The tied-up heroes trying to figure out a way to escape. Guys! Guys! Please! I can hear the cogs in your head turning, and it's painful. Dot Dead yelled. Suddenly, two henchmen came walking up to Dot Dead. Both scowled at the three tied-up heroes as they walked past. Hey, boss! We've got a problem, one thug said. Oh, yes, what is it? Dot Dead replied. We got two guys up front. Says they uh, got something to sell to us, the other guy said. Oh, sell, peeps. I love those. Dot Dead clapped with glee, then both the thugs walked away. Dot Dead then bolted out of his throne, grabbed a chair and placed it next to Black Canary, and sat down all ladylike. Later, lady! I have to ask, does this colour suit me? Dot Dead asked her. I'm going to say yes, sure. Why not? Black Canary huffed with an eye roll. Then the two thugs returned with two young men. Ooh, who do we have here? Dot Dead asked as he stood up and faced the two gentlemen. Hello, sir. We are here to sell you an amazing product. One of them said. Oh, yeah. What would that be? Dot Dead grinned. 
It's called Pain in the Ass Play. The other said with a smile. Dr. Dead's face suddenly got all serious. Dead serious. Getting real now? What's the jig here? Dr. Dead sneered. Suddenly, a gun caught behind them, and they turned their heads to see two thugs, each holding pistols, aiming for them. The room behind them was suddenly filled with Dr. Dead's goons. Who are you? Tell me, or else they'll kill you, Dr. Dead said, pointing at his small army. I'm Thunderstruck, and this is my buddy in crime, Cardio. Thunderstruck told him, We are the mutants for hire. And here to take those three off your hands. The one known as Cardio said, pointing at the three heroes tied up. They are mine. My toys. Not yours. <laughs> Dr. Dead snapped. Sorry. Can't do that. Thunderstruck grinned. Kill them! Dr. Dead growled. Then he bolted and sat on his throne. Both mutants spun around. One thug pulled the trigger, but Cardio managed to push the gun to one side. The bullet flew past him. Then Cardio increased his heart rate and made all his nerve endings turn off. His entire body could no longer feel any pain. Cardio then punched one thug in the throat, making him choke, and kicked him in the stomach, then kneed him in the face, knocking the man out. Thunderstruck also caught the man's hand and squeezed. His trigger finger broke under the brute strength. Then he head-butted the man. He stumbled back and fell unconscious. Then the rest of the thugs started surrounding them. Cardio turned around and knelt down behind the three heroes and untied the rope, freeing them. Find your suits, then join us. Cardio demanded. Then he jumped in to help Thunderstruck. Thunderstruck was faced with a man with a crowbar. He swung the crowbar, hitting Thunderstruck across the forearm. He held up his arms to cover his face. The man kept striking Thunderstruck. Then Thunderstruck stood there with a grin, as parts of his skin were shimmering blue. He then punched the man in the stomach with all his might, a small burst of kinetic energy erupting from his knuckles, which sent the man flying into another thug. He then grabbed another thug and punched him several times in the face. The final punch, he released a burst of kinetic energy, which knocked the man out completely. The brute force to his head made his eyes roll backwards, and he passed out. Cardio ran up to a thug, jumping off of them and snatching the assault rifle from his hands, then folded his legs in and landed on the thug's head with his knees. As he landed and rolled forward and aimed the rifle, started to shoot some of the thugs. Nightwing, Black Canary, and Robin ran up to the table which they found their suits and tech. They all started to get dressed, all while Dr. Dead sat there and watched with a sincere grin on his face. Once suited up, Black Canary and Robin dived into the group of thugs. Nightwing stormed up to Dr. Dead. Black Canary jumped up and kicked one thug in the head. As she landed, she kicked one guy in the knee, then in the stomach, then swung her heel around, kicking the guy in the head. She then ran up to the guy who aimed his rifle, she grabbed the rifle, pushed it down, grabbed the ammo clip with a quick wrist flick, she disarmed the gun's ammo clip and tossed it away. She then punched the guy in the face before snatching the gun, swinging it around and smacking it across the man's head. She dropped the gun on the ground. Robin shot a grapple hook which hit the wall across the building. He then was pulled across the room, he aimed his feet in front of him, which crashed into a thug, throwing him off his feet. Then Robin returned the hook. As he crashed into the guy's body, he punched the man in the face a few times as he was rendered unconscious. Robin then quickly checked his watch and pressed a few buttons. Yo, BC, he was lying about the explosives, Robin called out as he looked at his screen. Oh, thank 
God for that. Black Canary said as she disarmed one of the thugs. She then screamed as loud as she could. Her sonic scream hit the group of thugs. Most of them dropped to the floor with bleeding ears, crying in pain. Nightwing walked up to Dr. Dead. Come here. Nightwing barked. <laughs> there is no place like home. Dr. Dead said as he jumped to his feet and tapped his heels three times and the blades popping out of the tip of his shoes. Nightwing pulled out his escrima sticks and swung them at Dr. Dead, striking him across the face. Dr. Dead flung his foot forward, kicking Nightwing, but Nightwing managed to block the first blade, then jumped back to dodge the second one. He then threw one of his escrima sticks at Dr. Dead, striking him in the stomach, knocking the wind out of him. Then Nightwing bolted forward and rammed into Dr. Dead. He punched Dr. Dead in the face a few times as they landed. Yo, Nightwing! Robin called out. Nightwing looked over to see the thugs all escaping the warehouse, but a huge eight-foot super muscly man walked in and replaced them. He carried a huge sledgehammer, and he had massive, thick, bulging green veins running all through his body. Damn it! Nightwing muttered. He rolled off a Doctor Dead, retrieved his other escrima stick, and then grouped up with the Bat Crew and the Mutants for Hire. They all surrounded the hulking monster. What's wrong with him? Thunderstruck asked. It seems like his entire body is being fueled by a certain substance that increases all sense of muscle. Cardio explained. It's called Venom. It's what made Bane. Nightwing told them. Be quick with your strikes. Don't stay close for too long. Black Canary commanded. The Venom-fueled thug swung his hammer down. It slammed onto the floor, cracking the concrete underneath it. Everyone jumped back. Nightwing ran up and slid between his legs, activating the electric mode on his extrema sticks. As he climbed to one knee, he struck the back of the thug's legs, shocking him. He dropped to his knee. Robin shot his gravel hook. It hit the man in the shoulder. He then bolted forward and punched the thug in the face. He dropped his hammer and landed on all fours. Thunderstruck ran up and collected all the built-up kinetic energy into one fist and uppercut the thug, releasing the energy, sending him up in the air slightly. He crashed onto his back, but managed to climb to his feet rather quickly. Black Canary ran up and screamed. Her sonic scream forced the venom-fueled thug to drop to his knees once more. Then Cardio jumped up on top of the thug and increased his heart rate, which increased his weight itself, making himself incredibly heavy, which crushed the thug into the ground. Then Robin bolted up and sprayed some green mist in the thug's face, which he inhaled and then eventually passed out. What was that? Cardio asked. A sleeping gas, built of kryptonite, strong enough to knock out any Kryptonian, Robin said as he caught his breath. Your clown freak is gone, Thunstruck said, pointing at the empty throne. I had him as well. Nightwing sighed. The five of them walked out of the warehouse, then stood there awkwardly. Let me guess. Alfred called you? Black Canary said to the mutants for hire. Technically, he called our boss. Cardio grinned. Mr. Pocket, right? Nightwing asked. Uh, who? Robin asked, confused. He helps a lot of heroes. Black Canary told him. Yeah? Thunderstruck answered Nightwing. Thanks for the assistance. Nightwing said. No problem, man. Thunderstruck grinned. Come on, we better go. Cardio told Thunderstruck. Hey, why don't you guys stay? We could get, you know, dinner or something. Robin suggested. We don't mind helping, but we got paid to help. Thunderstruck commented. We don't trust superheroes. Cardio snapped. Maybe you should. We made a good team. Black Canary commented, then she turned around and walked away.
You may not trust us, but we are always around if you need us to return the favor, Nightwing told them. Then he turned around and followed Black Canary. Well, it was nice meeting you guys. Robin nod nodded. You must be the new kid. Thunderstruck chuckled. Our boss is the one who told Nightwing about you. Cardio told him. Really? Oh. I didn't actually realize, Robin replied. Thunderstruck grinned, then he started to walk in the other direction. Dude, you're only like a few years older than me, Robin chuckled. Ignore him. Cardio said, then held out his fist. Robin fist bumped him, and then he followed Thunderstruck. Robin turned his back on the mutants for hire and ran after Nightwing and Black Canary. Do you ever get whacked? I mean, damn it. Is there a reason? Uh, is there someone out there that needs to get whacked right now? Damn it. Do you have someone who needs to get whacked off right now? Damn it. Do you have something that needs to be whacked right now? Wait. Damn it. Is there someone who needs to get whacked off at this right moment? Damn it. That sounds so wrong. Were you almost whacked off in your own bedroom? Damn it. Did you want to always whack somebody in public? Damn it. Did you always want to get uh, Did you always want to get whacked off in public? Wait. You ever need some special person to get whacked off? Damn it. Did, were you promised twenty thousand dollars if you whacked a dude in public? Damn it. Do you not have enough money to whack off in public anymore? Wait. Do you have an excessive amount of money to whack somebody that you know often in the bedroom? Damn it. If you want to get whacked off in the bedroom, wait. They call this number, 14-141-266-10. That number again is 14-141-266-10. And that, you can call and have somebody whack somebody for you. I can't believe we made so many masturbating references. Wait. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> the next morning, Alfred stood in the kitchen making breakfast for Dinah, Dick, and Alex. I must admit, it is nice to have a full house again. Alfred said with glee. Sorry, I stayed over. Dinah muttered. Don't be silly, Miss Lance. We love having you here. Alfred chirped. Someone's in a good mood. Alex chuckled as he sipped his orange juice. Be nice. Without him, you wouldn't have clean underwear. Dick mocked. Suddenly, the doorbell rang. Alfred piled some pancakes onto a plate, then attended to the door. A few minutes later, Alfred returned with Roy and Lance. Hey, fellas. Dick said. Sup, guys. Roy chirped. Lance sat next to Alex, and both of them fist-bumped. Sup, dude. Sup, man. Lance and Alex said to each other. So, getting serious for a second, we have Bane and this Dr. Dead freak running around with Scarecrow of all people. Roy commented. I don't know what they are planning, but Dr. Dead had a venom-filled thug, and Bane breaks Scarecrow out of the mental asylum within a couple of days? I ain't calling coincidence. Dick replied. Yo, don't forget the part where they, uh, you know, secured a whole lot of fear toxin. Lance blurted. Oh yeah, that too. Roy said. Seems like Master Bruce's old enemies have come out of hibernation. Alfred sighed. Don't worry, Alfred. We got each other's backs, Dick reassured him. The gang sat there and made game plans for the upcoming events that they knew would come eventually. Bane and Scarecrow walked into the abandoned underground train station, where they found a bunch of thugs and Dot Dead sat there. Hello, gentlemen, Dot Dead cheered. You are lucky I found him, Bane replied. I am most grateful, Scarecrow said. Now, boys, 
we can start planning, Dot Dead said with a grin. Hmm, I will need more fear toxin, Scarecrow told him. I can help you retrieve more, Bane said to him. Thank you, Scarecrow chuckled. Alright boys, let me leave the room so you can make your promo, Dot Dead said. Do you mock, Dead? Bane asked, clicking his knuckles. Gentlemen, gentlemen, I shall not mock, but we have to start thinking bigger. We need to take Gotham. Dot Dead grinned. I have a lab. There we will find the equipment I need to make my fear toxin. Scarecrow explained as he sat down at the table. There you go. <laughs> Dot Dead yelled, slapping Scarecrow's arm. My men came back. Wayne Enterprises is holding a fundraiser. Bane told them. Bane leant against the wall and crossed his arms. We have our first plan of attack. <laughs> Scarecrow said. How the hell do we get in? Ever since Bruce Wayne disappeared, that building is impossible to get into. Bane asked in a huff. Well, of course, gentlemen. We rock up in our nicest suits and our finest jewelry. Dr. Dead chuckled and pulled out his necklace from under his suit, revealing the Time Stone. And there we have it, guys. War Games Gotham, Chapter 3. If you've enjoyed this chapter, don't forget to check out the rest of the stories in the Tiger Tales Marvel and DC fanfiction universe. We have lots of different characters and lots of different stories. Some of them are original characters, like Robin in this one, and some of them you will know. I'd like to take this time to thank our voice actors. We have Dot Dead, with his three voices being myself, of course, Dragon Dragon's Lair, and the Red Cornish Ranger. I'd also then like to thank the superheroes. We have Nightwing, voiced by Cosplay Dude 67. We have Black Canary, voiced by the Senate. And we have Roy Harper, voiced by Absol Crown 39. Alfred is voiced by the Red Corn Stranger. Then we have two new additions to the story. We have Drunko Valentine playing Scarecrow and Frankensauce playing Bane. We had two members from the Mutants for Higher storyline as this was a slight crossover. So I'd like to thank XXArchangel69 as the voice actor for Thunderstruck and Ethan Arrow5210 as the voice actor for Benevolent Cardio, or Cardio for short. Of course, I played Robin and Lance. That's our voice actors. Make sure you go check everyone out. Some of them do have TikTok as well. The three Ranger Bros are all in this. That includes Mark the Recon Ranger and Cosplay Dude Six Three Seven. I'm going to use this to tell you about their story, uh, their podcasts, and their stories. The Red Cornish Ranger uploads his original stories and adapts comic books into audio dramas on his podcast, Nerds Through Comics. I voice that for some of them, and they are really good. His original storyline is Paranger's Royal Britannia, and his some of the comics he adapts are Darth Vader, the Doctor Who crossover with Star Trek, and the Paranger's comics. Then Cosplay Dude 637 has two podcasts. One of them is Storytime with Cosplay Dude 637, where he does stories such as Shadow Hunters, Sword Art Online, 
and his original story, The Order. Then he has Power Rangers Universe 19, which is solely about Power Rangers and Kamen Rider in one universe. I actually have a very own Kamen Rider story on the Power Rangers Universe 19 podcast, which shares the same universe as his storylines. So make sure you go check that out too. We're in association with Zero to Hero, a podcast run by Billy and Jim, the Balkan School of Podcasting, and these two brothers are absolute joy to uh, listen to. They talk about all sorts of fandoms and they interview people that enjoy the same fandoms. All three Ranger Bros have been on the Zed Hero podcast as well. Make sure you go check out everyone that I've just mentioned. And of course, let me know in the comments down below what you're thinking of the story. Don't forget to hit that like button, subscribe, so we can get to 100 subscribers by the end of the year, because I believe that is very doable. Thank you all for listening, and with that being said, I shall see you guys very soon. <laughs>